you know, I used to have this phase. I used to have an emo phase, believe it or not, because when you see my social media, you would not expect that unless I like posted a song on my story or something in regards to what I'm listening to at the moment. But I feel like everyone goes through an emo phase. Or at least they feel emo. But I don't think it was a phase. I think it's my actual personality. Not my full personality, but a big part of it. And I love it. I used to hide it. And so I would consistently be trying to fit in with people that didn't really relate to me. But I'm the type of person where I can literally get along with anyone and talk to them just because I'm good with people when I am in a talkative, chatty mood. When I'm not, it varies. But I feel as if I can literally talk to someone and relate to them instantly or find, you know, a connection to where we can branch out and have a great, meaningful conversation. I hate small talk. I despise it. I don't loathe it, but I despise it. And I'm going to elaborate as to why I feel this way. It's like trying to fill in silence, you know? It's like those people who purposefully don't color in the lines. You know how some people will just talk to fill the silence? Yeah. And I'm not calling them annoying, I think they just can't bear with silence. But sometimes silence is good. Sometimes silence is needed. The point that I'm trying to get to is that small talk is so meaningless to me. I don't care what the weather is like today. It's sunny. It's raining. Great. Unless you're working a job to where you use small talk to, you know, prohibit a deeper conversation to where maybe you're making money off of it, like you're a saleswoman or something, or, you know, you're trying to make profit or trying to get them to support your business. Cool. Whatever. But if we're meeting in your first, like, you know, approach to a person, how's the weather going? Great. You have a lovely day. You too. I don't care, you know? I'm the type of person where I'm so real. You can literally come to me and approach me like, yeah, so, um, I have a nail in my tire, and to be fair, I'm at the point where I really don't want to deal with people, but I'm gonna go buy an iced coffee to make myself feel better. That is a great conversation starter. Like, top tier, phenomenal, 10 out of 10. Why can't we approach people like that? You see, it's like a sentence grabber. It grabs the person's attention. They're like, huh, this person's just open with me and they're telling me about their day. I'm curious to know more about it. And you know, some people don't want to know more about it. And they might actually find it, you know, annoying or nuisance-like, but... Who cares? You know, it's not like you'll see them again. And if they do like it, hey, you might have just built a lifelong friendship that you didn't even know you had or needed or wanted. So I encourage you to be yourself.
to people that seem welcoming. Don't just go up to random people that, you know, like if they give you a vibe where like they don't want to be bothered or they don't seem like the type to be open, maybe don't try it. But you never know. Some people are and they're just closed off and shy. But usually you can have a good understanding and it's common sense when people don't want to be bothered or they're not in the mood for that. But the point is to get out of your comfort zone. I kid you not. I remember I was 18 or 19. I was working. I had my first sales associate job and I was not great at work. I have never been good at work, but the best sales I've made is when I talk to them genuinely, not just, would you like to try this on? Would you like to do this? Like, no, it's like, hey, how are you doing today? Or who are you buying this for? Or, you know, just, did you hear about this on the news? You know, something to where they feel like they talk to you every day. And I feel like that can be applied in real life. Sometimes when you're at a job interview, you're thinking, oh, I have to, you know, have all these qualifications. I'm telling you, you're more likely to get hired if the person likes you rather than being qualified. And I've seen it multiple on multiple occasions. I kept that job for about six months and I was horrible at it. Oh, I mean, I wasn't horrible, but I was, I was not the best at it. You know, I didn't really apply myself, but I kept it because I kept the relationships with the people there that mattered. And I think that's so important in life, which I'm still learning about is building strong relationships with people that can help you my mom always told me, don't shit where you eat (laughs) or don't, don't bite the hand that's feeding you because, you know, you want to treat people the way you want to be treated. I am a firm believer that you get what you give out and it's true and it's not always the case because some people are just bitter, but what can you do? You know, if they're bitter, so be it. Give them a ray of sunshine. You know, tell them they look awesome today or they're doing awesome today or it's going to get better because it helps. Even though it may not feel like it or seem like it, it helps because I've been the bitter person before. And coming from a place where I was miserable and bitter, I'd like someone to tell me that. I'd like someone to tell me, keep going, keep pushing. It's going to get better. Even when it seems like nothing is working out. Now, back to what I was saying about approaching people. Approach life like that. Don't just think small, you know. Think big. I mean, I want you to think huge, all right? The sky is the limit, literally. We don't know what's up there. I mean, unless you're part of NASA, but, like, genuinely, like, we don't know what's up there, right? And... What I'm trying to interpret or get you guys to interpret is that you never know what can happen to you or what can change in your life just from thinking big, you know? And I I encourage you to think big, set big goals because you can achieve it and you will achieve it. 
this was the message. This was a sign you needed to hear, all right? I'm telling you, that big dream that you have, owning a mansion, um, being a self-improvement advocate, owning your own makeup company, it's going to happen. I'm giving you telepathic hugs right now because I'm proud of you already for achieving it. If you believe it, you'll achieve it. The key is to truly, truly believe it. You have to. You have to. The point I'm trying to get to is that when you're in a negative situation or surrounded by bad people or just, you know, things that don't really uplift you, it can be mentally challenging and defeating and it can cause limiting thoughts that aren't healthy for your own success. You have to have successful thoughts. There's no other option. And I'm going to tell you how to do that or at least give advice on how to accomplish that. All my life, I have just attracted the wrong people. I surrounded myself with the wrong people. I surrounded myself with closed-minded people, and that's the worst thing you can do. When you're a person with a big goal or a big dream and you you don't think there's nothing that you don't think there's anything that can stop you from achieving that, and you're around people that don't believe in that, that's the worst thing you can do for yourself. And my advice is that take your belongings and leave. Whether it's a friendship, relationship, even a family member, leave. Because they are not for you. At least they are not meant to be in your life at the moment. Because when you have a vision that you want and they try to feed those thoughts into your brain, it is not okay. Now, let's say you live with family and you have big dreams and they're telling you to do this and do that. And you know, deep down, that's not what you want. And you want this this dream for yourself. Let's say you want to own a huge business, right? And they're telling you, well, no, you'd be better off as this. And you want to leave because you don't like hearing that. Because what you hear and believe genuinely creates your reality. So if you believe, oh, I can't do this, then it's not going to happen. But once you're away from those negative factors and people you have the space to really believe that it can happen for you and it will. I'm a prime example of this. I I lived with my mother. My mom's a single mom. And, you know, she's supportive, but not really supportive. You know, she doesn't really encourage me to do what I want. And you know when someone's genuinely supportive, they're always like, so how is it going? Um, what can I do to help? And they motivate you. Whereas someone else is just like, oh, I knew that wasn't going to happen. Or maybe you should try this. Trying to, you know, defer you from what you want to do. 
And it can be really frustrating mentally because let's say you want to live somewhere else, but it's just not reasonable right now and you don't have the financial stability and you feel as if no one understands you. That is when you change your perspective and it's genuinely going to help you so much. When you're in a place where you feel as if no one understands you and no one listens to you, it can feel like you're literally in the dark. And I'm going to show you how to find peace in that and become a light in a dark environment, you know? There is this saying that you cannot blossom, you know, or there's a saying that plants can't blossom if they're not in the right environment, right? Okay, cool. So let's say you're the plant, right? And you're in an environment with people who they're not saying life's goal, but the only thing they do is, you know, talk about people badly, judge people, um, engage in unhealthy behaviors such as drinking, smoking, uh, partying, uh, pill abuse. And I'm not judging them for that. I'm just saying if you have a different vision in your head and they are not acting out on those visions, it's time to remove yourself from that situation, babe. It's time to go. It's time to chase what you want. All right. And let's say you live with those friends, right? So you're in the dark, right? You can't share those visions with them because they don't understand. You have to create a strong mental headspace. You have to tell yourself, I am going to get myself out of this situation. Where I am now is not where I'm going to be in six months. Literally write it down, set a goal. I've written down goals and I've accomplished them. Maybe not all of them, but I accomplished at least one of them. And that's all that counts. It's just showing that you can do what you set your mind to, okay? You're fully capable of doing that. And when you stop letting other people's actions affect your reactions is how you know you've grown as a person. I'm going to speak on my own personal experiences so that you can get an example of what I'm trying to convey. So me and my brother would argue consistently and it would just always conjure up a negative reaction out of me and I would always be angry, you know? And I used to be the type of person where if one thing bothered me, I would be upset the whole day. And people knew that about me. I wear my heart on my sleeve. My emotions are very, you know, evident. So I can't hide what I'm feeling. And I used to be the type to where it would affect how I went throughout my day. It would affect how I worked. If I was in a bad mood, it showed And it was my downfall, you know, I would self-sabotage. And I feel like no one really talks about self-sabotage because it's so true, like it's so real, it's a thing. And you don't even realize you're doing it until 
you grow from that cycle. I would self-sabotage with my words, my actions, my so-called friends, my relationship, ships, I should say. <laughs> um, and if there is someone in your life and they have such a strong influence on the way you feel, take take a second and just reflect. Like, is this what I want in my life right now? Is this healthy? Because I had to do that. And, you know, there are certain relationships that I had where it would cause me to be angry. So you have to set a challenge for yourself to cut the conversation or the argument off early so that you can avoid your emotions escalating. Find out what triggers those emotions. And when you find those triggers, that's when you have, you know, at least somewhat of a bit of control. And when you're in control and in tune of your emotions, it can allow you to stay peaceful in a negative environment. So hopefully that was explained to the best of my ability because at least I tried to. I hope you get it. But, you know, to sum it up, I'm basically saying don't allow people to get under your skin. And I know it's hard because I'm a very sensitive person. I let small things bother me. But you have to remember how people treat you is a reflection of them. And deep down, they're probably upset that you're happy and at peace when they wish to have that feeling, you know, that sense of security within themselves to where they don't have to lash out on other people for attention. I used to be that person. I used to lash out on people because I wasn't happy and I just wanted someone to check in on me. And, you know, it's it's great it's great for that. And, you know, I would recommend, I do recommend therapy for some people and it doesn't work for everyone. Different things work for different people. Like, and it also depends on your religious beliefs. If you are religious, some people like to go to a holistic doctor. Some people like to go to a therapist. Some people like to go to psychics for all I know. I don't know. Some people go to God. Personally, I read my Bible. I pray to God. Um, and it has helped drastically it's good to talk to people about how you feel. Um, you know, if you don't have someone to talk to, I recommend um, talking to God or whatever you believe in. Or, you know, branch out. Find people that can help you. It's not going to be easy, but if you want it, you're going to get it. So that's what I advise. Um, I'm not going to lie. I talk to myself sometimes, but I feel like that's normal. Like people talk to themselves like unintentionally, like, oh, what am I going to eat for dinner today? But I think that it, it's, it's good to have self-reflection because it can cause you to 
be at peace with yourself and not cause others any problems. And with that, I mean, if you know that your emotions aren't mature enough to build and establish a healthy relationship or friendship, work on that until you know for sure that you are. Because I have ruined so many relationships and friendships because I just wasn't emotionally mature enough. Whether it be cutting people off without saying anything or just lashing out on my family. Now, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be held accountable, but you should be holding yourself accountable to communicate why you weren't, you know, okay in that situation. Now, sometimes people don't really care So I understand if you feel like you're trying to express your emotions to someone and they just beat around the bush and they just completely ignore your feelings. Don't feed into it. That's where I used to mess up. I used to feed into it. I used to try to keep it going, try to consistently express my emotions. If someone wants to change, they will. If they don't, they don't. And that's when you need to to stand up for yourself and say, okay, since they don't want to acknowledge my feelings, I'm not going to keep persisting them to acknowledge it. That's where you're setting yourself up for disappointment and defeat. You have to, I don't want to say be be the bigger person, but you have to be the bigger person for yourself and say, I know how this individual is. They're going to never take accountability, so I'm just not going to bother with them, you know? And when you realize that, you won't even want to go back and forth with the person, so therefore you remove yourself before it escalates and you're at peace. And it's rewarding because... Let's say you guys used to argue consistently, but you know that the arguments don't go anywhere. So you just stop. You've tried your best. You've taken accountability. You've tried to, you know, communicate how you're feeling. It's just not always going to work out and that's okay. Not everything is going to work out in your favor. All you can do is hope for the best and pray. Praying helps a lot. So I recommend that um, for peace. Basically, the shift that I'm trying to you know exploit today is that to find peace in a dark place is to change 
your mindset to where you want to be to positive thoughts and eventually acting on it and hoping for the best and knowing it's going to be better believing it's going to be better and once you truly get past the negative spiraling thoughts it only goes up from there because all it takes is a shift in your perspective okay it's not going to be easy sure you may not have support or you know people to guide you because this is your own journey remember you no one's coming to save you you have to be your own hero okay you're amazing i hope you're having a great day i hope this message influenced you and i hope you know that i love you that's all for today